Hi everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Hope of All Trades. My name is Hope Molinax, and this is just a quick little show. Last weekend I went to 221BCon, and I was on a couple panels. This is going to be the episode from one of them. And if you know, want to know more about uh, To Do One Be Con, you can check out my last episode. I interviewed the directors of the convention. But it's a long story short, it's a Sherlock Holmes convention. They cover all forms of Sherlock Holmes, from the original Arthur Conan Doyle, uh, to BBC Sherlock, to the silent films, House Psych, Robert Downey Jr. So they cover all BB, all, all BBC. <laughs> they cover all Sherlock Holmes. And I went as a member of the press. It was super fun. I'm currently trying to work on getting all my blogs done and everything. But my work decided to attack me with hours, which I don't mind because money is good, but it's not great for podcasting and blog writing. So that will be coming out in the next couple weeks. So on this podcast, I was on the How To Podcast panel. And what that is, is we got together with, I got together with three other podcasters, and we pretty much just talk about podcasting in general. How do you start? What kind of equipment we use? And I gotta say, at first, I was a little bit nervous, because I was like, no one's gonna want to come see us, me. And we had a really good turnout. We had about 30, about 30 people in the room. And, and they had great questions. Everybody was awesome. They loved to chat with us. And I was on it with Gareth slash Ryan from Leveling Azeroth. It was a World of Warcraft podcast. Amy from the Baker Street Babes. I've mentioned them before, but they're an all-female podcasting group. And Emma from Three Patch Podcast. And I believe they're also an all-female group, but don't quote me on that one. And actually, I do have to give a big shout-out to Emma and Three Patch Podcast. They're the ones who gave me the audio for this. Um, I, I had my task cam on me, but I didn't get a chance to record it. And they were lovely to record the audio. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. It was so great meeting you. So make sure you check out Leveling Azeroth, Baker Street Babes, and Three Patch Podcast. And enjoy it, man. I did record a, a Night Vale episode. But I have to check my audio. I did have my task cam on me, like I said, but I was having difficulty with my levels, and I, I talked with someone afterwards, and they said that my microphone might have been a bit damaged, so my, my audio sounds a little wonky, so I have to take a listen to Night Vale and make sure it's it's okay. I hope you enjoy it. This is the how-to podcast panel from 221BCon. All right, I will talk to you later. Enjoy, guys. All right, we're recording. <laughs> Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Everyone Silence. I know except Hello. for like, okay. Well, actually, why don't I would really like to hear like everybody maybe talk about your podcast a little bit and what you do and what your theme is. Is that a good place to start? Sure. Oh, sure. that's my question. Okay. We'll start with you. My name is Brian, uh, also known as Gareth, a co-host of the Leveling Azeroth podcast. Um, it is a World of Warcraft themed podcast. Ooh. Um, and we've been doing it off and on, more mostly often on for <laughs> less what three years. Yes. <laughs> this is my co-host's hus- husband. She is Hello. at a better... Hi. Hello. Yes. Cool. So, so what brings you to a Sherlock con if you're a World of Warcraft podcast? Okay. I came for all the hot guys because, you know, they're everywhere at this con. I've seen a few. It's like finding a unicorn. <laughs> And I love the epic purple lanyard. <laughs> I know. Hey, come on in. Yay. There's my co-host. Oh, oh yeah. Hi, guys. If he, he doesn't was, behave, ladies, beat him up. That was good oh, timing. He was just introducing the He was just podcast. saying how yeah. like, you were the best co-host ever, and you feed him like gold and stuff. Okay, he drinks like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you live. <laughs> 
Yes, she she plays a healer and I play a hunter and uh-huh. she occasionally actually you heal my pet more than you heal me. So. <laughs> and do you say do you have like a Twitter tag? Uh, at Gary's. Okay. How do you spell it? G A R I A T H. Okay. Hi. Oh, you were the one I was talking to earlier. Hi. Uh, Ow, hey guys. Come on, y'all. Come on. We might as well make a big circle at this yeah, point. It's kind of yeah, silly to yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah really. Come up, just come around. Okay. You sing Kumbaya later, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. The whole panel. And you have a guitar. Yes, we love her. We're so helpful. Oh, okay. I know, and then we have like this nice artificial thing. I'm using the power of my brains. Okay. So to make the you can kill one with your brain. Like no, I like people. I'm not that guy. I'm an asshole, but I'm not that kind of. I hope I can swear. You're like a milk. You're like a milk. You're not 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 um, oh. We've been going for um, a few years now. We're international. We're all female, and we podcast about everything from the Sherlock Holmes canon all the way through any adaptation in any kind of media. Cool. I didn't get your name, awesome. Amy. I asked you that. It's okay. <laughs> I promise you, I've not been drinking. I'm just really you have the pretty tired. man on your shirt, so <laughs> I do have a pretty man on my shirt, so yeah. I'm okay with that. It's all good. It's all good. He's the source of like he's sucking my brains away because he's just so pretty. So. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else. <laughs> Stopped on sucking. <laughs> I was heading in that direction, and then I was like, oh, yeah. so, "Well, I'm Emma, and uh, with <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> with all these people in gray shirts with three patch, and I guess we've been around for about a year and a half. No, no, not even that long. Like we started January of 2013. January six. Yeah, January six, 2013. And we're kind of. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm just ridiculous telling this to you people. <laughs> Hi, so have you heard the good news? Um, <laughs> so so we're we basically just we, we're like a fandom squee podcast and we just squee about shit and we, we if you're if you're like in fandom and there's like crazy you know you're a creator or you're we're we wanna hear it, you know, everything from fanfic to knitting to art to mm-hmm. everything and and we're and it's kind of like a behind the fourth wall kind of a <laughs> woo, that's what we do. So. Hi everyone. Hi. 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 My name's Joe Molinax. Um, I'm a part of actually a podcasting group. We have 20 regular shows from oh, Star Wars Monthly Mondays to Walking Dead Wednesdays. Um, my personal show is called Hope of All Trades. I'm a multi-fandom podcast. I'm in more fandoms than I can count. And so I pretty much just talk about whatever the hell I want. <laughs> so I have had everything from, I've had a plethora of Sherlock shows. I've talked about comics, movies. I've talked about yaoi anime. I've talked about, um, oh god, like, uh, once upon a time, I'm considered a once upon a time blogger because I, my love of Sherlock equals my love of once upon a time, so if that's something you love, I will talk with you forever about it, <laughs> so, yeah, um, check me out, I, I talk about just about anything under the sun. If you don't like one of my episodes, you might like the next one. I'm about to have probably, I just saw Winter Soldier, and I swear to God, I'm about to talk like 10 hours about Sebastian Stans. <laughs> I forgot to, actually, I forgot to mention that my previous podcast was called Flashcast which was a uh, Harry Potter-centric 
uh, slash Harry Potter slash uh, fuck a slash centric Harry Potter <laughs> podcast for about a year and a half, and we just did slash and Harry Potter, and then we rebooted as a multi fandom slash podcast, wow, and then brilliant. we kind of imploded, and, and then that was when I moved on to Three Patch. So that's kind of it's an it's it. an ever changing yes. media. It is, yeah. isn't it? It really is. So hi, welcome, new folks. Uh, come up up to the front. We're actually recording. Like we're all recording. So just to let you know, yes. So you're aware. So you're aware. You're famous on our podcast. That'd be great. You don't have to say names. <laughs> you can lie and say you're someone else. Our introductions are awesome person, awesome person, awesome person, and this weird guy then. Okay, well, let's just real quick say your name and your podcast again for okay. the new folks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Gary. If I do the Leveling Azeroth podcast. Amy from the Baker Street Games. Emma from Slashcast and Three Patch Podcast. I'm Hope of All Trades. My name is Hope Molinax. I'm so creative. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to know what you guys like. Uh, like, I this, this is how to podcast. We obviously all podcast. Does anybody have like general questions about like how to podcast? Because so, it seems like you guys kind of know what. Like you're aware of it. So what do well, you guys? Well, like half of you are the ones um, in the gray shirts. Just like what's <laughs> what software are you used to record and like where you post it and how you post mm-hmm. your podcast, how you write your content and. Like editing and all the technical stuff. That's like everything. Get started. Yeah. yeah. Every so thing. pretty much, let's start from the from ground up. <laughs> First, you have a computer. <laughs> and my travel one right there. Um, it doesn't have as good quality. It's a Tascam. Um, I made the big mistake of setting the levels wrong. So all weekend, I've been really distorted, and it sounds like I'm talking in a fairyland. So, um, but it's really nice. It was maybe oh god, how much were you? Maybe about seventy bucks on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really nice. They have newer versions. You can plug a microphone into it. That's actually what I'm thinking about doing. You can put an SD card in it. It's nice and uh, light and portable, so it fits in my purse, which is a plus. It fits in my back pocket, which is a big plus, so I like it. But other than that, I like them. I use my laptop. What I, I, use, I use a Mac. Um, Fidel Moger here, my co-host, is, uh, she also uses a Mac. Um, we use... Um, Skype and we use um, what is that stupid thing? A call recorder, just like a twenty dollar add on. I I actually use something that's called like Evar. It's like E V. I think it's E V A R R or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like fifteen dollars a year, so it's not the best, but it's pretty good yeah. for what it's worth. The one thing that I do when I take the audio that we record and I run it through a um, program called the Levelator. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yes. is like the godsend. God, that yes. is like, yeah. Because it takes yes. the crappiest audio <laughs> yes. and makes you sound like you actually know what you're doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, we just discovered that, and we I, there were te- actual fucking tears. <laughs> 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 down my the first time I listened to that. I, 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 was trying to find, I was trying to find our first episode to play for you, just to hear how awful it was. Unfortunately, I couldn't. Cookies <laughs> awful in sound quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. People keep giving me yeah. cookies. I don't need cookies. Um, <laughs> as far as hosting goes, Thank you. I appreciate it. It all depends on what your budget is, um, and I haven't. Fi- I found out too late um, to use archive.org because that's actually a free hosting site. Um, the most important part is to get it listed in places like Stitcher and iTunes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I would say if you're looking for a good place, just kind of just start. Um, maybe try to find a sponsor. Like GoDaddy mm-hmm. is really good about sponsoring people. To as long as that there's a point in your show, you're like, thanks GoDaddy for hosting yeah. us, yay! Um, and there's a, a lot of really good options if you just go out there and Google it. That can fit about mm-hmm. any budget. 
Um, oh god, what did we use for a while? But it like ate all of our money. Yeah, we Libsyn um, probably. Yeah, Libsyn. we yeah, <laughs> actually we actually use Libsyn. They they were kind enough to want to partner with us. We used Podomatic before, and we burned through like everything. And one of I think the one and only time we've ever done an appeal to our listeners because we don't want to do that was like they're going to put us off the air because you guys listen to it too much. <laughs> so, um, which was good, but um, yes, I mean that is that is one of the on weird things about podcasting because. It's like success is a wonderful thing until you're like, what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, we're running out of so bandwidth. Right now, um, Lipson has been very kind to us, but I, obviously we never know what our permanent situation is going to be because right. it's ever changing. How reliable is Lipson? Like, when you have, uh, like, can you share kind of like what your downloads are and how reliable they are? Um, we've had a great experience with them. I mean, there are, we have 11 Baker Street babes and we're all over the world. And so, um, recording-wise, to answer kind of that initial question about that, we use, um, we all have different tech. Um, we don't normally use, do this kind of thing. We normally use um, computers with headsets and stuff like that. Um, we do have sometimes technical issues. We've had podcasts that didn't record. One of the most embarrassing, <laughs> this was not very fun, was when we were interviewing Nicholas Briggs, who is the voice of the Daleks, and we completely lost our first interview with him. Oh, my God. Because he is one of the world's nicest people, he did another podcast with us that we mm-hmm. released recently. So, but sorry, not to interrupt. Like that's not a Libsyn issue. No, I guess no, I'm no. More, like, how reliable is Libsyn? No, I'm getting there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to start. Um, we've had a 100% positive experience with Libsyn. Uh-huh. Um, it's been very reliable. Um, I mean, the girls might have had complaints that I didn't hear, but it's been a it's been a positive relationship for us. Like we haven't been with them the whole time. So I can't tell you, like, from three years' experience or anything. Um, for us, it's been worth it having that relationship. Um, you know, it, I can't and speak to everybody. for our slash cast, and mm-hmm. we had a great experience with Lipson, but we never have a listenership that, like, the babes have, or even that Three Patch has. It, we just never hit those numbers, and I don't and I don't know how with a, I mean, slash cast was like, if we hit 2,000 downloads, we'd be like, oh, my God. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's much bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we do, we use Amazon S3. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you, you, you probably know more about that than I do, actually. Um, I, actually, I have because Rachel is, is one of our financial backers, personally. So, yeah, it's um, so yeah. expensive. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> so we're trying to think about other ways of doing it because it is really expensive. Now, um, I know for us, Lipson was pretty expensive, uh, but we were also hosting 20 shows on Lipson mm-hmm. under one name. So we were really, like, it was really expensive for us. Um, we had to kind of censor our shows. And by censor, I mean, like, we couldn't, I, I personally, my podcast tend to run anywhere between one to six hours long, depending on the topic. Um, I had a four-hour-long cabin pressure panel. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that, that was a great little noise. Well, the reason that one was longer was because I knew it would probably be my, one of my few cabin pressure episodes. I probably wouldn't talk about it, so it was a special. So my specials tend to be really long. Uh, well, my normal ones tend to be shorter. Um, but I know for us, it was when we had a being a network, it, Lipson was really expensive, so we had to switch to a different host. So, so we do. Um, it's okay, it's the fairyland. <laughs> yeah. we, so we do. As far as tech goes, I mean, we do. Um, we we talk on Skype, but we record our individual tracks, Audacity, and we all almost all of us have snowballs now. We used to do headsets, but the audio quality. It's so crappy. And we used to do, and for a long time ago, we used to do MP3 recorders, so one person would record the whole thing. And we've gotten to the point where we're just constantly working on improving our audio. Um, 
And so we've learned quite a lot about that lately. So now it's, it's single tracks that, that one person then edits all together with really good mics. And that was something, some advice that we got from a professional audio person who said the most important thing is to have, for everyone to have the same kind of mic. And that wasn't something that mm-hmm. we had thought about because we were like, yeah, get your own headset. Woo, right, go to Walmart, buy one. But this idea of like having that everybody has the same kind of mic means that you have the same audio, mm-hmm. you have the same sound. And that was really quite good. We've had, we most of us use Audacity. Some people use GarageBand, I think. Some people in yeah. our, What do you use, Queen? I use Audacity. You use Audacity. But how yeah, much then. does a blue sample cost? Right now, about sixty bucks. Yeah. No, on Amazon. at forty-nine for a white one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the they're and they're so cute. Color. Aren't Literally, there is black, white, and silver, and they all have. I think they're three different prices. Yeah. It doesn't even look blue. Some come with this. <laughs> it's the company. Of, some come with a set of headphones. I think the sixty-nine ninety-nine comes with the set of headphones, mm-hmm. and then the chrome one's more expensive. But the white one you can get for $49.99. Yeah. 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 And, we, and I think many of us have pop screens that go with them, too. Yeah, pop filters is, yeah. is, is yeah. godsend. Yeah. And, and yeah. You, you'll see them listed for, like, 15 bucks. but I'm going to say mm-hmm. the probably the best cheap way to do it is if you have an old pair of pantyhose. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get a wire coat hanger, right. put it over that. Mm-hmm. It's really? just acting as a barrier. Yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. It's, yeah. it's exactly the same yeah. thing. That's a problem I've been having. I've been having, because um, I, I usually, for a while, there was recording on my laptop. And what's been happening recently is my laptop's getting older. My quality is, like, going more downhill. And so, but recently, it's constantly popping, but it only pops when I talk. So I've been trying to figure out how to solve that problem, yeah. so I'm going to try that. Pop See, I'm You're learning stuff, too, guys. Yeah. It's, this is good. Yeah. Actually, I have a question for the panel. How did everybody get started in podcasting? Because I, I, ne- oh, oh, I, I never get to talk to other podcasters other than, like, <laughs> like friends. But I, I want to know how you guys got started in podcasting. Oh, can I start? Okay, because. <laughs> because. Okay, so I'm not going to name names. Um, but you'll know so, who I'm talking about if you're in a certain fandom. So, um, so I was in a fandom that was a book fandom. It was a very popular book fandom that involved wizards and things like that. And, and there were some really big podcasts in this fandom. They were kind of general fandom podcasts, and they did different things. And I loved listening to those podcasts. And then one day there was a segment that made me so angry. I would I had to pull my car off the side of the road and swear a lot, and which is not unusual to be honest. But this day, that was what happened. And and the, this panel, if it wasn't a panel, it was like the people on the podcast basically spent about half an hour talking about how bad fan fiction was and oh. dissing fan fiction writers and creators and, and on and on and on. Way and, to and piss I, off your audience. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and, and it was like, oh, and then, and then they kind of finished by saying, well, you know, they're all like 16-year-old girls anyway. Oh. And they're going to, and they're and maybe they're learning how to be real writers, and, et cetera. Right? <laughs> oh, it's awful. And I was so mad. And I went home and I, and I posted something on my LJ, because this was back in the LJ days. <laughs> and like a bunch of the people were like, oh my God, that's so shitty. We should make our own podcast. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like crickets and then I was like okay I guess I'm gonna do it and then other people said I'll help you and that's exactly how I got started in podcasting because I got pissed off at a big fandom podcast that shall remain nameless what about you guys you wanna go ahead I blame her because you you actually started listening to the instance podcast which is the granddaddy of all World of Warcraft podcasts, oh. and we've been friends for four uh, years. Thank you. <laughs> um, so she said, "Yeah, we could do this." I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> and 
came out okay. It, it did, because you knew what not to do, which was probably more important than what to do. <laughs> um, like, one of the things is music. Um, we went to a site, which I don't have listed here. Music Alley. Music Alley. Mm-hmm. And um, for, like, a, maybe a buck, you can download a piece of music, and as long as you credit the artist and where you got it from, it's yours to use. And so we have this really nice theme song, song, which I'm going to inflict upon your people. But that's one thing that we were always very cognizant of because I teach copyright and trademark is that to be very careful about copyright, and particularly with musicians. So we wanted to use independent artists. And there's a lot of music out there that you can use that's free even, that they've put out there for as long as you give them credit. And so we love that. I mean, that's one of my favorite things about it. You said it's Music Alley? MusicAlley.com. But there's a bunch of them out there. If you Google, you'll find some other sites. But we've been really happy with what we found on Music Alley. So, given that you have a, a an IP law background, no, no, I, I, I have oh, a music know? entertainment oh, okay, marketing okay. background, okay, and so therefore you have to know about copyright. <laughs> yeah, I was just because I think a lot of is it. Does anybody make money here on the podcast? Uh, <coughs> yeah. All right, let me tell you something about podcasting. <laughs> you do it for the love. You really and you do. Pray for the money. And because honestly, unless you're like a really big mainstream podcast. Um, reviews and stars and like donations and money is few and far in between. There are ways to make money. The one way that we do as a group is we have an Amazon ad and whenever we, we encourage people if they click on the ad and then buy something at Amazon if they were planning to anyway we get a portion of that and it doesn't take away, it doesn't make charge our listeners we just get a portion of that through our Amazon ad. We pretty much in three months paid for two more years of podcasting. Mm-hmm. So it's been really nice. Um, but I mean, it's kind of like talking to a black hole <laughs> because um, I, I've only really gotten reviews back from friends. I've never actually gotten an official review, and I have no stars on my my thingy. So I mean, it's just one you do it for the love. And I, I, I have to say, if you're thinking about podcasting, you have to podcast about something you really love. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because after Absolutely. several, it's it's hard. Editing is long. It's hard. It's Sometimes, well, for me, it's boring. I, I don't like, I love podcasting, I love talking about it. I absolutely hate editing. It's my least favorite part. part. If you're editing a six hour podcast for three days, it's really tedious. You can do it in three days. You can do a six hour podcast in three days. My wow. God. If That's I'm not working show. and I don't sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few shows that had to have really quick turnarounds. So I did like a four hour Night Vale panel and had it like the week before Night Vale came to Atlanta. And I wanted to get it out like a few days before. So I like edited like. God, four hours in like three days. It was crazy, and I got it down to like two hours. It was god awful. Yeah. I, I feel I hated that. I feel like a, a ninja here again because we do maybe about an hour, hour. Mm-hmm. and you know we'll record like ten or eleven o'clock in the morning on the days that we actually can have the same day to record, and I have it uploaded by eight o'clock, and that's going and having lunch and going and having dinner, maybe you know. You're probably Dr. very Ryan. good, though. I mean, I, I imagine that the two of you... We have it down to a system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and he doesn't delete my cuss cursing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've given up trying. <laughs> I think it, it depends on the style of what you're going for. We have, yeah. as a Baker Street Babe, we have a purposefully informal style, and so we only mm-hmm. like to cut out what yeah. is absolutely, a, like, doesn't work sound-wise, and we love to keep everybody's personalities in there. So our turnaround mm-hmm. can be fairly quick, although I would still 
say probably not as quick as that. Yeah, if I if I'm recording by myself, like if I'm just doing a show episode by myself, I edit really heavy, heavily because I have a little bit of a stutter and I like to edit that out. Yeah. Um, but if I have a guest on, it's a little bit easier because I just usually just play. Usually my guests are really articulate. I just get lost listening to them anyway. So <laughs> it just, sounds like yeah. it sounds like you guys have a different format than we do because I mean we do we have segments. It's like a variety kind of show thing. Mm-hmm. We have like regular segments and. Uh, some segments are about 15 minutes long, some are half an hour long, and half hour is kind of our max for a segment. And so like an average show will have three half hour segments, two or three 15 minute segments, intro and out, something like that. And so it's like, and there's music in between, it's like a variety kind of a thing. And so when we, so when we record these segments, often we've got, you know, you've got four or five people and everyone's got their tracks. So one person, we have, a, we have a pretty elaborate organization for producers and things like that, and people are vocals on segments, and they're the ones who are in charge of getting it all together, being in charge of the editing, choosing music, and doing all that, and then delivering the finished segment to the person who's editing the show together. So there's kind of a big... And then there are producers. We alternate the producer roles oh, okay. so that not so it's not the same people every month. And so, like, like I'm, I'm up, and then... Somebody else is up. Who's up next? You guys are up. You guys are up. Yeah. So we, so we have a schedule. It's really elaborate. But um, so one of the things that, that we do is that we often when we record these things, we'll have like two hours of people talking, and we've got to get it down to half an hour. And so that is like fantastic. I love editing. I love it. I love sound editing. It's awesome. But um, is that a format? It sounds like you, it sounds like you guys have like a kind of a, more of a different um, approach to yeah, that than we, we do. Yeah, we are we are very much um, our podcast varies hugely in length. If you look at our episodes, and we we kind of let the guests um, d- kind of dictate the length of the podcast because um, some obviously some guests are more. Um, outgoing and they like to talk a lot and we just let them go and other guests need a little more help and we might put more um you know informational stuff at the beginning and the end to kind of pad the the thing but i would love to answer the question of how i got into podcasting yes. oh, oh, yes. oh, oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. um because i think this on. does this kind of speaks to how the breaker street babes works um i got into it because i'm part of a website called ravelry i don't know if there are yeah. any Yes, 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 yes. And um, I was part of the founding of the 221B Ravelry group that's for Sherlock. And um, out of that, I became part of the Baker Street Supper Club, which was like a, a website. And through that, I met some people. And I got asked to help interview Laurie R. King, who writes the Mary Russell series. Mm-hmm. And that was awesome, and I really enjoyed it. And But I was not part of the Baker Street Babes. And then um, a few months after that, um, it's funny that you mentioned Harry Potter because I felt like I was getting my letter about Hogwarts because no, no. I, I look at my inbox and I get this letter and they're like, we would like to add you to the Baker Street Babes. And I was like, eh, really? Me? And so that's been a long time ago now. And um, it's been an amazing ride. And that's kind of how we work is that we, um, there are 11 of us right now and we do revolve a little bit. We'll have people come and go a little bit. But um there's a core group of us that's been on for um, several years now, and we do, like you you were saying, a little different format. We are um, we like to keep it very informal. We do um, sometimes recap episodes, stuff like that. And um, you asked a while ago how, how we write content and stuff like that, and for us, our podcast is based on the personalities of the podcasters. So the content is generated by the fact that we all have a different entry point into the Holmes fandom. So, like... Um, I read the stories as a child, and Lindsay kind of comes from that. Um, Christina hadn't even, like, knew nothing about Sherlock Holmes until Sherlock came out and then has come back to a lot of the more traditional stuff. And others of the girls, you know, they're more into the Granada series, or some are more into one of the girls really loves elementary. And for us, it's it's an issue of 
it's it's kind of like when you think of a movie or a show where you go, man, the casting is really what made that. For mm-hmm. us, it's the casting. It's about um, us involving people that we know and love who have a particular point of view. And if I have like one thing about podcasting that I would say, it's that it's like she said, if you're really passionate about something, it's it's about putting your point of view out there because that's what makes you unique in a world where there are other Sherlock podcasts that are amazing and, you know, other podcasts for other fandoms or, you know, I'm sure gaming and everything. Mm-hmm. You you find what, what makes you unique and that's your voice. And for us, um, it's not as much about the, you know, being quite as precise on segments and stuff like that, but it's about the different personalities coming together. And no yeah. idea is like, Silly. There's like podcasts about knitting. I mean, like there's. there's <laughs> no, no, I mean that. Like the I don't mean that. Put you down. There's like video podcasts about knitting. There's video podcasts about puppy raising. I mean, there's podcasts literally. There's probably podcasts about this rug. I mean, there's podcasts about everything. <laughs> there's room for everything. I'm a knitter. I would never put no, you guys down. No, this is really funny they say it because my husband is like listens to like a lot of rock music podcast mm-hmm. like where it's like fans that have gotten together like he's a huge kiss fan he's like he's like the guy he, like this weekend i think it's this week oh, anyway it doesn't matter he, he's like he like bought like the 500 hundred dollar ticket to meet gene and paul like that's my <laughs> husband right and so he listens to kiss podcasts all the time and and he's always like coming back at me and saying well does your podcast do this does your podcast you know you guys ought to do this because you know I'm like, we're not a fucking kiss podcast like back <laughs> Dude sitting around and talking about how much they love Gina Paul, right? I mean, it's like, but that's great that they get to do that, right? It's great, and so we get to do that too. And I I love the fact that you that you talked about how the personalities, Mm -hmm. because I think that that's really when when we formed Three Patch, we thought, wow, you know, let's just do something fun, and 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 we and we do. We have a lot of fun. It sounds like you guys have a lot Mm -hmm. of fun too. And are you and you do this by yourself? I uh, well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, I was thinking, I'm coming from this like massive so group. I know. I know. I'm yes thinking it's no. such a big group. Um, yeah. Because I'm a part of a group, I actually don't take care of like any of my uploading or anything like that. Like I, there's a website I upload it. I don't take care of anything past that. Um, so I'm really the lucky. Problem. <laughs> what a drink out of? I'm but, sorry. It's okay. um, the way I got started is I got recruited um, at Dragon <laughs> Con in 2009. And I went to a Star Wars The Clone Wars panel, and I asked uh, my, my Chris and Scott, they're the founders of Two True Peaks. They are two lifelong Star Wars fans, and they've known each other for life for, for years. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the for, for years. Yeah. Um, and they've been lifelong friends since they were kids, and they've always loved Star Wars, but they lived in, like, opposite ends of the country, so they started podcasting so they'd have a reason to talk to each other and stay in touch. And that's how Two True Freaks <coughs> started, and they just eventually started recruiting people. And then we even recruited other shows. Like my, uh, I have an arch nemesis. <laughs> no, I really do. Really? His name is uh, the Irredeemable Shag. Shag, if you're listening, I love you. Um, and we, we, he will purposely, like, he will tell me that Doctor Who is stupid, and he's, like, the biggest die-hard Doctor Who fan just to piss me off. Like, we have a really good dynamic. He's my, my podcasting nemesis. But, like, they, they pulled in his Fire and Storm podcast, and, like, we, we made this group together. Um, and they recruited me when I asked a question about in Clone Wars, what was it, how the Jedi were using the clone troopers kind of like slaves because they were cloning them just to die. And so, like, and their thoughts on that, and they were, they, they pulled me aside and they had me on a couple episodes and they eventually gave me my own show and that's how I got started. But I mean, I, um, 
I I got uh, what was I talking about? Oh, I wanted to talk about formatting. That's what we were talking about. I am so tired, guys, and I've been carrying around pad thai for an hour. <laughs> I got kicked out of the restaurant because yeah. I could not eat my pad thai in there. So I'm really sad right now. Um, when it comes to formatting, uh, it really depends on me since I'm in a group. I'm also a regular on our Doctor Who show. We have a Doctor Who show called Who True Freaks, which is kind of interesting being the only... I am the only girl in this group. There are, like, 19 guys and me. Wow. So, sometimes... It's kind of funny, because, like, when we do group podcasting, if I come in late, if you listen to it before, they're like, well, fucking bitch and titties. And I come in, they're like, and then the doctor did this. (laughs) (laughs) It's really fun podcasting with the guys, because they're... But the thing is, like, I'm, uh, I'm, like, a really tomboyish girl anyway, so they're like... And then the doctor did this. And I was like, what, suck his cock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, like, it's, um... <laughs> Sorry. No, please. I, I, I think like... I knew what I was in for when I walked in this. <laughs> 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 but, um, when it comes to, like, when it comes to Who True Freaks, we actually have to, you have to kind of be open to change because what happened, started happening with Who True Freaks, we started off with, like, four people, and we started gaining more Doctor Who fans, and our, like, our, a couple episodes back for the 50th, we had, like, ten people on an episode, and pretty much no one really got a chance to really talk, and so recently, three or four of us sat down, and we were like, okay, we need to think of a renew, like, a new format for the show, because this is not working, and so we've started a format to where, like, we'll get together in groups of, like, three or four to do episodes. We just actually did one analyzing the Doctor Who fandom, and Shag and Sean are old Who fans, I'm a new Who fan. And we were talking about Doctor Who fandom over the last 50 years, and it was a really fun episode. It worked a lot better. But when it comes to myself, um, my, content, my content is based on the, what I'm talking about. Uh, like I said, I did a four-hour Cabin Pressure episode, so being a special, it's a really long episode. I actually uh, recorded with Icarusing. If you know her, she was on the panel t- earlier today. Um, we recorded six hours, and I edited it down to four. <laughs> it was really long. But then I have other episodes, like I constantly uh, do Sherlock and Doctor Who, not Doctor Who, sorry, uh, Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time is like my current baby, and so those episodes tend to be shorter because I'm constantly mm-hmm. talking about it, so it's not like I'm talking about new stuff, I'm just talking about stuff that I haven't talked about in the last, like, month, so. Um, I would. I wanted to add, because you said that about people not being able to talk if you have too many, there are 11 Baker Street babes, and part of the reason we do that is because we are all professionally employed and everything and we're in different countries and different time zones and so um kind of the way we work is we'll get an episode going um if it's something like bbc sherlock obviously we're on a schedule and we know when it's going to be because when the episode airs but um if we have a guest we'll kind of work with times with them and then um kind of put the the call out for who can be there and as long as there's you know more than maybe maybe two or three of us we can it's a go um, we generally don't like to podcast with more than about six of us because yeah. once you get past the five people mark, it's, and you guys probably have run yeah. into that, but it's mm-hmm. like format wise, if you're not going to change the format, if you're still going to do that conversational format, if anybody's thinking about podcasting, I would say you want to keep it at kind of the five and under mm-hmm. <laughs> numbers of people just mm-hmm. because it's so hard when you're, you know, we record over Skype and we're not recording on video, so it's just audio cues, so you can't see who wants to talk, so you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you are you're waste time with, oh, go ahead, go ahead, no, you go, you know, yeah. and you, also when you have a guest, you want them to have plenty of time and you want to kind of be able to sort of accord them that respect, so that's another kind of just basic mm-hmm. thing is that we 
But if you have more people, and I'm sure you guys find this, then people can pick up the slack if somebody's oh, yeah. busy or, you know, somebody's in finals or moving right. or, you know, and that's that's been the amazing thing, I think, for me is that um, it's like kind of a family where mm. somebody can email and go, look, you know, this is not going to work. I, you know, I need to take pull back for this month or something and other people can go forward. So that is helpful. And as long as you communicate, that's, uh, your li- listeners are usually pretty cool. Like I had to take, like, I actually have an episode called six month hiatus because <laughs> I had to take about six months off to finish college. Cause my last, I don't remember my last semester of college. I was so busy. Um, but you know, I just explained to my listeners, I'm about to take a hiatus. I had to finish school and they were all pretty cool with it. I mean, as long as you communicate with like who you're working with, communication is always key. And I mean, it's, it's fine. And it's not like you're getting, we're not, I'm not getting paid for this. So. Yes. Um, um, shoot, found the word for it. Um, uh, analytics. How are you, do you guys look at what you are, uh, what your audience mm-hmm. is and how does that, how do you gauge that and, and what is it? I mean, is it like going to have really big uh, listens and, and tags or whatever at certain times of the year or, or do you? You know, when you once you put some put it out there, what do you expect? What do you expect? I don't really expect anyone to listen to me. I don't know why you guys are here. When I see like one person, I'm just like. (laughs) One of the things um, when we use Podbean to host ours, and one of the things is I can see in the last Podbean. Podbean. B e a n. Oh, like an e. Oh, bean, like a bean. Right. (laughs) One of the things that it shows you. Um, at least on the level that I pay for, uh, <laughs> is um, for like the last 30 days, it shows you how many episode hits each episode has had and what country they come from, which really kind of is a little frightening when I see Australia, Denmark. Um, uh, I think we have, did we, have one? we have one in Israel, didn't we? Oh, we have, we have a, a film or guilty in Turkey that listens to us. Um, does it say nice how the, they just come there and then they go away? Does it, or does it say all it basically how, says how is what it basically says is um, this IP address in this country mm-hmm. pulled this episode using either Stitcher mm-hmm. or iTunes or uh, listening to it on a web uh, doohickey that we've got on our website mm-hmm. and. That's pretty much all that we get, but it's that's still pretty cool yeah. to have. I don't know if you guys just does it, but um, ours is tracked through our website. And um, something I like to pay attention is not just the hits on my episodes. I like to pay attention to individual, like like new people hits, and it's uh, how many individual hits per month. Um, oh God, no, that's not the right word. What am I thinking? Unique. I, what? Unique. Unique. Ha <laughs> ha Thanks, guys. I'm so sleepy. Um, my unique hits. I like paying attention to those because those are those are the new people. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you know my my buddy Francine here who like listens to me, and so it, it will count her as one unique hit, even though she gets me like you know listens to ten episodes. I'm just making up numbers for you. But so <laughs> I'd rather have five unique hits opposed to like 20 hits mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. those so that means I have five unique people hitting me even if they're listening to those five people are listening to like 12 million episodes but I, that means those are each of an individual person so I like to pay attention to that number we do track our 
sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Okay. I'm, we're, we're good. Are you commuting? <laughs> I think Shannon's going to answer instead of me. People with the three pack shirts have, the, have their own la- podcast link. <laughs> when they're on a podcast, you develop like your. Really you can, like, you know, it's yes, you know, oh. yes. you can speak. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, we do track our listens. Um, I would say it, I, this is less techie, but it goes back to doing it for the passion because it's like we track our listens and, you know, we kind of look at trends. So, like, if there's things that people are not quite as into over a period of time, we might do less of it. Like, when when we first started, because I did join in pretty soon after they had started, um, there we did a lot of, like, individual um, interviews with authors and, you know, people who would kind of contact us, we would be kind of open to it. And some trends we found out were less popular and there might be things that we do less episodes of now just because we didn't. But that's more of like an overall, like not every single episode thing. Um, And then, you know, we look at the numbers, but we don't really worry about it too much until they're telling us that we have to get more bandwidth or something. (laughs) But um, we do track like the number of listens per episode and, um, it's more like we might email out, ooh, you know, this episode got this many lesson- listens, and we're like, really? And we're excited about it, but it's not something that we... Um, our our sponsorships and stuff are per episode. They don't really tie to, like, the analytics at this point. So um, we do we did recently partner with GoPop TV, and they're monitoring, like, the traffic through from our site to theirs. But we just look at it, and we are just thankful to people for listening to it. That's really the bottom line know, for us. I know. How do you advertise or promote your shows? We got a new episode. Social media. Social media. Yeah, we have about 70, I think we have about 70,000 followers across Twitter and Tumblr and stuff, and we just put it out on all the social (laughs) medias. Can I I have some? (laughs) (laughs) Good Lord. Can play World of Warcraft? We have a great one. I'm going to let Shannon answer for us because she knows more about this than I do. So even though, like, Amazon S3 is not cheap, one of the nice things is the analytics it provides us. And one of the things we get to see every month is not only the total number of hits to our audio files, but which episodes get hit. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is kind of interesting to see because it allows us to kind of get a feel not only for what's of interest to other people listening in the fandom and maybe how we can retool our episodes, but also maybe the tenor of what's going on. So for example, we had our most popular episode. It wasn't just in the month it came out, but it continues over months to get hit again and again, and that was our sex episode that came out, episode nine. Go figure. We talked about porn. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Followed by episode eight, which was all about yeah. AU. But then the spoiler cast episode was our, our most popular spoiler cast episode was the one right after the August 21st setlock filming. And so that kind of gave us an idea. Again, those were a lot in the summer. And so we could see also how it wasn't necessarily just content, but possibly what people were doing at certain times of the year. And since we're still new, I mean, we're going into our second year now, we're able to look and maybe see how much of the effect is not just our content, but how busy people are in their lives, mm-hmm. and when they come back to it later mm-hmm. and, and catch up on. And, and that's kind of interesting to see, like, fandom patterns. Yeah. It, it's hard to make assumption about what's going to do well because, like, I did a like I said, I did a Nightville episode up about a month ago, and I was like, "Oh man, everyone loves Nightville. It's going to be great." And it's like one of my least downloaded episodes. Like, it just everybody's didn't... listening to Nightville. Everyone's listening to Nightville, <laughs> not me. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, no, um, but then like I had surprises uh, that like my Big Bang Theory special did like really well. Like, it surprised mm-hmm. me. It's one of my highest downloaded ones, but. It's also, I will say that's probably one of my favorite episodes I've ever recorded. I had the lady is from Big Bang Buzz on with me, and we actually talked about, like, 
the controversies within the fandom. It's really ghost. Ghost. It's really good. As I tip myself. <laughs> it's all good. So we we have about uh, ten minutes. So we have a question here. Um, are you? Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, we'll do you and you. Um, I subscribe to podcasts through iTunes, and one of the things that I notice and, and that I use just for listening to stuff is that it f I then put it on my. Um, uh, iPad or whatever, and when I when I sync it, it tells me how many times I listen to it. And I was wondering if those kinds of uh, that kinds of information goes back to uh, to the use to you know the, the people because it should be available or possible because uh, of iTunes does you know connect with the web. We, I know that we get it. I'm not the most technical on the the most technical person on the babes, but um, I'm I've heard tell of numbers from that, so I think we get information on it. <laughs> don't quote me on that. I, that. I, I don't know anything about that, Caroline. I was just gonna say, is this a podcast that you downloaded or that you've streamed? I downloaded it. Then I think that I'm not. I don't think I don't think that it's going to iTunes. There's no way because yeah. no, iTunes, yeah. iTunes keeps track of how many, how many plays yeah. anything you play, like right. like your random yeah. kiss songs or what have you. Uh, <laughs> it'll just, and you can reset that. More importantly, iTunes doesn't make that available to podcasters. That's one thing podcasters hate. If you want metrics on downloads through iTunes, you can't get it from them. So you uh-huh. have to do it through. You your have to pay for them. You have to kind of bluff them by like setting up a feed burner account mm-hmm. and. Telling iTunes that the um, RSS feed for your podcast is this feed burner address, so that you can use feed burner to track your metrics, mm. which un- was the mistake I, which lesson I learned after I had already submitted ours. Now, if you listen to it a million times streaming from like a widget, that we would be able to yeah. track, yeah. Uh-huh. but yeah. not if you downloaded it. But but technically. They should be able to get that information. Write that to not iTunes. <laughs> yeah, not, not really, no, because that's no, something no, that you no. can reset to your computer. It's something that, like, like if you listen, it's there so that you can, for instance, you know, you can sort by album, you can sort by t- artist, you can sort by what have you. You can sort by play count. So if yeah. you if you know you listen to seventeen albums and you have these a couple mm-hmm. others, you can always sort by play count and then put a, make a playlist like that. Right. Or what have you? It's just per- for personal. Mm-hmm. If if iTunes is using that information, it would be in the terms of agreement, which nobody reads. Oh, and but which is money for iTunes and yeah. money for Google, so they're not going to give it away for free because mm-hmm. it's data that they make money off of. But that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that they wouldn't keep it. Like, they, like I think Walmart they keep it, but we yeah. who create the content. I love it when the lawyers start talking. Never I know. I'm just saying. This lovely lady's been really patient. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Do you incorporate merchandising, T-shirts? Uh, <laughs> no, we don't do that at all. <laughs> no, I don't have a cafe press store. Though. No, no. We have it. We have it, but we don't promote it very much because we don't we don't expect to make money. Honestly, one of the things on there was um, a T-shirt that said John Watson, feel the rage. <laughs> and somebody like Caitlin Moran ordered it, and it was totally a joke. We didn't think anybody was even going to buy it. And that's, I mean, we put stuff up, and, like, we have stuff here just because we like it, and we think it's fun, and we have graphic artists, and Kaffers from the Babes is an artist, and we sell some of her artwork. But it's it's for fun. It's not something that we expect to offset a lot of costs or anything. So do you promote merchandising as a joke? 
and then when it picks up um that was a one-off but we just put stuff up that we love that's designs that are that we think are beautiful and it's if people want them we're really excited about it and um if they don't that's okay you know occasionally like we have some um 221b mine merchandise for like valentine's time so it'll tie in but we just are none of us are really that like we market the podcast because we love it but we don't want people to ever feel like we're like you know, trying to extort money from them. So. Yeah, that's a fine line. <laughs> Between Fox, do you, do you want to answer that for us? Because you're our art person. Sure. Um, so I do art for free for the Three Cuts <laughs> podcast, and then I do whatever they want me to do. Or <laughs> <laughs> we lock her in a closet and don't eat her. The mail list is like, oh, we want to do this. Or maybe they okay, do. Okay, Fox did the artwork. I'm like, okay, all right. Let me know what you want. And that's pretty much how it works. And I spent a lot of time. I spent a lot of time doing artwork for Three Patch Podcast. But we haven't done a lot of merchandise, and, yeah. and I think that I mean that, that's something to think about is because it's so expensive, mm-hmm. you know, to pay all to pay for all this. And we and we I mean, I mean you guys do the same. We pay it out of our own pocket mm-hmm. because we love it, right? And no one's paying us this. And we and we really we really don't want to monetize our podcast. I mean that's something that we we've talked about as a group, and we've said no. This is not the direction that we want to go. And because we, we don't want to be beholden to anybody. We right. don't want anybody to be able to tell us you can't say fuck on your podcast as many times as you want, right? I mean, whatever. I mean, no, that's I kind will of a, say there are yeah. people, like my buddy Daniel has, like podcasting is his nine to five job. He's built a network. He has this working website. He, his podcasts are award winning. He has the number one Once Upon a Time podcast. He has the number one like Christian comedy podcast. Like he has built a network. And it's how he makes a living, and he's doing really well with it. So I'm not saying that you can't make money, right, right. Yeah. but there are people who have. Now, granted, he actually no, um, he no, he has a really good eye for like how to do certain things, and like it's what his degree is. Like that's why I'm not really the best at it. So, but to go back to merchandise, um, we don't sell merchandise. Well, we we sold merchandise for a while when we were like in desperate need for bandwidth. Um, but what I hear from a lot of my friends is they'll do contests. And so, like, my buddies uh, from Greetings from Storybrooke, hey guys, <laughs> my buddies from Greetings from Storybrooke uh, did a contest a couple weeks ago where they were giving away Once Upon a Time tea from Adagio. And um, what they were doing, though, they're like, you have to write a review to be qualified for this, and that's what we're going to be pulling from. And let me tell you, reviews on iTunes and stars on iTunes are like unicorns for us. <laughs> like, like it really, it's how we move up in the ranks, and it helps people find our shows. And that's why I always get so sad that I have like no reviews or stars because it's how people can find our shows, and it actually helps us. So please go review everybody's shows if yes. you like them. But like that, that is something else that they did was to help them out. They had this contest, but that's how they drew the winner. So. And for us, it's um, we we are a little monetized because we do have some sponsors, and for us, that's connecting with sponsors who that we really believe in and who like what we're doing. It's it's not about you know, a, they're in the majority of cases they're not big sponsors. They're not giving you know, no one is employed by the Baker Street Babes mm-hmm. by far. But um, let's they, get a resume though. But <laughs> they are people who um, you know, it's we want to actually connect them with our listeners. So for us it's it's about if if we think long and hard before we would ever say yes to something like that because we want it to be we want it to be something that we care about our connecting, you know, them with the people who hear us. So now let me tell you something about podcasting that's really cool though. Because you have people like Kevin Smith and Josh Horowitz and all these people, and they have their own podcasts. When you're a podcaster, you're considered a member of the press. Yes. That is a thing. 
And so, like, while it's hard to get into big cons, like Comic-Con, Dragon-Con, stuff like that, you can come to little cons like this. And a lot of times, if, if it's not free, it's going to be discounted. And so it's a really nice way to go out and, like, meet other people and, and to, like... I don't want to say use podcasting to get into cons. That's really shady. But, that, <laughs> but it is considered a member of the press, and I, I, I don't. I kind of said it off, like kind of quietly. But you are considered as a member of the press. You can put on resumes. You know, it shows that you have editing skills and you have like talking and people skills and stuff. So, God, I sound so like a dragon right now. I feel you my dragonness. Oh God, my voice is so raw. Um, though I, I don't know about you guys. I have like two minutes before I have to book yes, it. Yes, I, I have another <laughs> uh, so we can let me yeah. and the lovely gentleman down here have asked trivia questions. You guys get to give out the last two for trivia oh, questions. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to answer that question? Um, what was the question? Yeah, we have a cafe press store, and I've bought the only two T-shirts that. We've <laughs> so. I will go by the third tonight. I feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the most important thing we did from the start was get somebody to do us a logo. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that we owned it, even though it looks like mm-hmm. it's from the fandom, but it's ours. It's our copyright. It's our trademark. So that we're not beholding to anybody for that. If I, can I think all these, we, I mean, all these podcasts yeah. have very recognizable mm-hmm. trademarks. You guys do certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing too, um, two things. Um, if you're not really sure about how you want to do your podcast, do a Google Hangout. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. see if you see if you like it. You know, and if it, if you find it's fun, you either stop doing the Google Hangout or keep doing mm-hmm. the Google Hangout and make an audio version available. And the other thing is, um, for really good nuts and bolts. How to you know ground up start? There is a um, Leo Laporte's uh, podcast. Twitch. I love TV. Leo Laporte. <laughs> he has a show called Know How, and episode twenty three. He, which is actually the first of many episodes in that series, uh, in that show that walk you through how to set up a podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Do you want to? We'll post it on the leveling Nazareth. Yeah. Interesting. And, um, I don't have to have to run out the door, but something I, I highly suggest is like just talk to other podcasters. Um, mm-hmm. Go on Twitter, follow each other on Twitter. Um, a lot of my like really close online friends, friends, hi South. Um, <laughs> a lot of my really close like my online friends are podcasters themselves, and we help each other. Like my my buddy Bill, I keep mentioning greetings from Storybook, but they're really good friends of mine. Um, my buddy Bill is like really good with audio work, so whenever I have any problems with Audacity, I'm just like Bill, tell tell me how to fix this, please. I mean, so like you get, it's kind of like we're all a network anyway. Like, yeah, we're all in this together. Yeah, we really are. It's a good community. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, if, if you're unsure, just follow some podcasters, talk to them. Feel free to you know reach out to any of us. Well, I don't know about you guys, but you can ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. You can I, ask me any question. Yeah, if I, I don't know. I the didn't answer, want to like I'll suggest you, you guys. Like direct all questions to him. <laughs> find somebody who knows. I mean, it, literally, you can ask on Twitter. I'm so sorry. I have to book it tonight, Bill. Yeah. Um, you can ask on Twitter and somebody inevitably will answer. You guys are free. Yeah, the panel is on though. But if you guys, I feel free to find me. I'm sorry if I can't say it after and answer questions, but please feel free to find me and ask me questions. I'm really nice. My Twitter. Oh, I have business cards right here. How about this? Can you tell me your Can we have a question? Yay!